Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. My name is Kyle Mack. Welcome to Hour 2 of the show. We have the uh, the Paranormal Travelers on for you this hour. Uh, we're going to welcome them right now. It's uh, it's Bernadette and Mikey, or Michael, we'll call them. Uh, that's what it says on my screen. Hi, guys. Hi, Kyle. Thank you for having us. Hi, uh, Kyle. Hey, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on. Now, I read through the um, the email that you sent, and I did check out some videos on your um, your Facebook. So, uh, to our listeners, if you haven't checked them out yet, uh, go to Facebook.com, check out Paranormal Travelers. Uh, just type it in the search engine; it'll pop up, and give them a like uh, and see what these guys are about. Um, but I guess that's my first question: uh, What is this all about? Basically, what it's all about, Kyle, is um, it's kind of like a backstory about it. When I was about five years of age, I was pronounced dead in a uh, jacuzzi hot tub drowning. Then when it was at five, at seven, it was a house fire. And then from at the age of seven to 16, it was a car accident. All three times I was pronounced dead for the towel, maybe about 15 minutes between each time. So ever since then, when I was brought back through, I can legitly see the dead speak to the dead, and the dead can actually speak through me. Um, so ever since then, um, I started working on my craft and stuff, and I decided to actually progressively, as I got older, to bring a group of team members together to create our own teams, which is now called the Paranormal Travelers. Um, so basically, each one of us has our own role. Like, I would be the lead investigator as well as the medium. Um, my other partner, Richard Knoll, he would be the lead investigator as well. Then we have Bernadette, who's the historian, that looks for all the information about the buildings that we locate on and do uh, invest- investigations about. We also have uh, Michael Rhodes out there, who is our camera tech. Um, Dickie also is our camera tech, too. Uh, Brittany, she's also EVT analyst. She actually does all the EVT session work when we go into the haunted locations as well. And we also have Stephen Durhammer as the equipment tech as well. So, I mean, basically what it is, Kyle, is we go into different haunted locations and stuff. Um, we help clients figure out the paranormal in their homes. So what we do is we go into their homes and everything, or their businesses or establishments, and we actually do filming. And what that filming is, is it's free of charge for any client out there. It's free of charge. But what that filming is, it's a science to educate others that the paranormal does exist out there. That's very good. And uh, let me ask you, how did you uh, get your father to, because you said you're kind of like a team. Uh, how did you get him in on this? I'm sorry, can I say that again? Oh, sure. Uh, your father is one. He's uh, part of your team. Uh, that's right, right? No, 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 no. Partner. Partner. My partner. Oh, I'm sorry. I read that wrong online, too. <laughs> it's your father. So I was going to say, like, you know, what was it like going to your father and saying, I see, um, you know, I see dead people? But even that, I mean, how do you explain to a partner um, that you, you know, you have these experiences and, and what was the reaction? Well, at first, when I explained it to him, I mean, it's any kind of reaction that anybody would get at the very first time, like kind of skeptical and stuff like that. Um, until one day, you know, I kind of sat him down and I read through him and I told him about a story about his father who recently passed away, about what him and his father did at the age, I think he was at the age of seven or eight, I want to say. Now, at this time, Kyle, you know, me and my partner were 10 years apart. So at this very present moment, you know, 
I wasn't even born at that time. So, I mean, ever since, you know, all this paranormal stuff started happening to me and I started seeing the dead, well, I sat him down the one day, explained to him about a specific catfish that him and his father caught, and he just stood there and he cried and he said, you know, there is no way that you can tell, especially how big this catfish was, what day it happened on and everything, because being 10 years apart, Kyle, you know, I wasn't even born, so there's no way that I could have even understood or what was going on in the life experience that he was experiencing when I wasn't even as born yet. And I'm, I'm just fascinated by this. So my questions might go all over the place, but hopefully they uh, they add up to something good here. What, um, what was it like to be dead? I mean, do, do you have any recollection of that experience? That is a good question to ask. Um, a, a lot of people tend to ask me this. Um, the best way that I can expl- explain to you about what it feels like being dead is um, you're kind of in this dark REM dream. But you can't see, you can't feel, you can't smell, you can't touch, you can't hear. But it's a very relaxing, very, very relaxing kind of feeling that you feel. And um, when I was brought back through, it was a feeling that I didn't want to even come back to the physical world. I wanted to be right where I was, where I was dead, because of that feeling, that beautiful feeling that you feel is an everlasting, you know, it's a darkness, you know, um, and that darkness was a very pleasant feeling darkness that I've felt in my whole entire life. Now, they do say that, you know, when you pass on, there's two other versions of it. You can see a white light when you go through a tunnel, or you could see the white light. Most people don't understand this. But the second white light is, is that if you choose that when you die and you don't want to move on to the afterlife, you could always choose to be reborn again. And reborn by seeing the white light is actually coming out of your mom for the first time, seeing the light in the world very very first time so but i mean my experience of when i was pronounced dead was it was like a, a darkness like a dream like you're dreaming but there is no dream and you can vaguely see like if you think of star trek or or something like science fiction vaguely you can you see beams of stars just shooting by you really 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 quick and then when I was brought back through, I was very groggy. I didn't want to be back. I, I was such in peace. I felt so numb. My body was numb. There was no pain. Um, there was no sorrow. There was no sadness. There was just everlasting love, and that's how it felt. That's amazing. And, uh, and you were um, pronounced dead, you said, three separate times. Three separate times. First time was actually in a drowning in a hot tub at five second time I suffocated at the age of six in a house fire and then the third time was a car accident where the car flipped over three times wow wow and uh, and at what point um, does someone else buy life insurance a policy on you <laughs> you know, I just make a little light joke there, but I mean that's that's a lot. I mean, to I've had some accidents. I mean, I've been in two house fires um, mm-hmm. in, in my life, but I wouldn't even I, I didn't die. You know, three times. That's like, I mean, that that's amazing. Um, what in your experience um, could you, uh, if there was a religion that you would say like is more towards your experience in the afterlife and dying, um, could could you equate it to one of them, or maybe more than one? I would probably say it's it's definitely, Kyle, more than one. It definitely is more than one. Um, because when spirits come through to me and stuff like that, there are spirits that will come through with religion-wise as Catholic. There's religion-wise, which is Protestant, Christian. You know, there's a lot of spirits in the afterlife that come through in different kinds of religions. So when I'm reading their loved ones and I'm validating some information to them, um, some of the information I'm giving to their loved ones that the spirits speak through 
kind of have to do with some of the original, like their their religion, like with Christians and stuff like that, or with uh, Protestant or Catholic or anything like that. You know, I've had a lot a lot of clients in bars I randomly read that don't even know me at all, and you know, I could legitly tell them what their son or father or mother looked like in the casket when they passed away, what you did at that very specific moment, you know, rubbing their hands, uh, what was the nickname that they used to call you, what kind of perfume that they used to wear, what certain songs that they used to sing to you when you were a child and stuff like that. So, I mean, it, it just all hits me all at once, and the best way that I can describe that feeling when I'm reading is there's a lot of pressure as opposed to when these spirits come through, but when they come through, you don't really physically see exactly what they look like. It's more a wise of like you could see their outline of their body with a shimmering glowing light beam around their body. And then if you can imagine yourself looking underwater and you see the ripple effect, that's the ripple effect that comes off their soul when I'm actually reading them. And that's what validates their soul to me to tell my clients what they want me to tell them. Wow, and have you? Um, well, I guess the uh, the characteristics of the person when they pass on, uh, you don't lose that, is what you're saying. Like, um, if the person is religious and they believe, you know, that um, they wear a cross or something like that, you might you might notice that on them. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, there's times that I read something that was very religious that had a certain Bible um, that was specifically given to a loved one that's alive now as a hand as a kind of like a giving to something, something old, something new. Um, so I actually read a client a couple of weeks ago back in a bar, and I explained to them that there is this Christian book that your, you know, your deceased grandmother gave to you, and I'm seeing that it's the Bible, and I'm seeing that she has certain rosemaries inside of it and stuff like that, and I'm also seeing that she likes to dab splashes of lavender on the Bible to give it more of a, you know, peaceful kind of smell. And Kyle, she sat there, she dropped her glass, she goes, how did you even know that about my family? You don't even know anything about me, about my situation and stuff. And that's the thing, like, I have this gift that when spirits come through, my gift is to help others to understand and let people realize that their loved ones are still here just because we can't see them, just because we can't feel them, doesn't mean that they're not there standing right next to you, watching every move you make and trying to let you know that they're there with you and will always be there for you until the day that you die. So for a person who may have um, a paranormal experience, um, would you say that if you're able to have a paranormal experience, is there is there a gift about you or are there people who can just have this experience and not have any special traits at all? They can have the experience and also they may not, they don't even have to have the trait at all. Like they can have the experience. Um, and then there's sometimes where there's people that I have clients that call me that, that say to me that they're seeing things, they don't understand what's going on, is their house haunted, um, what can I do to help them out? And Kyle, very suddenly down the line, I do get clients out there that don't even realize it, but they're impacts themselves. So legitly, you know, I have to get down on focus with them and asking me, you know, asking them what their symptoms are, what they're feeling, you know, when they're seeing these spirits and stuff, how often do they come to them, uh, what, what are the feelings that you're feeling, and then I'll legitly have a one-on-one -on -one phone conversation with them and actually sit there and explain to them that, you know, you do have a gift of impact in you and it's nothing to be afraid of. You just need to work on your craft and understand that craft.
That's new. Oh, wow. And I, you make me think of myself a little bit. Um, I, I've had a couple experiences, and I'm hoping today we get some um, some callers with some interesting stories, too. Uh, but for myself, um, but before we even get into more about, uh, you know, the paranormal travelers, and I want to know um, the process of how you guys do everything, um, I, I went to a place, uh, Buck Hill Inn. Are you familiar with that? Uh, where, where was this again? Uh, Buck Hill Inn. It's, uh, it's in Pennsylvania. No, not that familiar with that. Okay. Yeah, we're not familiar with that. Okay, okay. The, the big deal was um, it was on a it was on a show. MTV had a show called Fear, um, and it was on there, and I guess uh, people were murdered in the hotel, and there was just a lot of activity like that, a lot of murders, a lot of death, and uh, and I went there with my friends. And just being outside the building, which is now run down, um, it can't be used. But I remember just this feeling of dread. It was such, I felt so um, immediately depressed and just, mm -hmm. just I didn't want to be there. It was so, it, it was just, I, I said to everybody, I'm like, I, I just need to get out of here. Um, and I always wondered about that. Is that, is that is kind of like, you know, is that, is that along the way of something? Or do you think I was just scared? Yes, absolutely, Kyle. Um, what, what? people don't really understand about what the paranormal is that you have your good spirits out there you have your pleasant spirits you have your poltergeist spirits you have your demonic spirits out there and you got your malicious spirits out there um the feeling that you were feeling kyle was probably most likely a darker spirit trying to use your energy off you because spirits can use the living's energy to manifest themselves and stuff. Um, so basically what this spirit was probably trying to do is feed off your fears and once it knew what scared you, you kind of got that sense of saying, you know what, I feel something's not right. Why is my body feeling like this? Um, why do I feel like I'm going to, like, like for some reason, like when you were at this specific location, like a little bit of a reading coming through now, like I see you backing up constantly. Um, and I don't know if that validates you from like, you know, the feeling that you had inside, but I, I constantly see you like being very nervous as well before going in this building. Yeah, yeah, it was like that. Uh, just because we've heard of so much activity and, well, just getting to the building itself, I'll, I'll tell you, it wasn't, um, it might not have been exactly illegal because it's posted, but we did go there. And we did check it out. What's the process of, let's say I call up and I say, uh, hey, guys, I, uh, I really think there's something going on, say, in my basement. Uh, what do you guys do from there? Like, what's the process? Basically, what we do is um, if we have a client that calls us about a certain situation like that, first on first, we'll set up a meeting with them. We'll go and meet with them or talk to them over the phone, see what's going on and stuff. Um, after we're done talking to them on the phone, the very first question that comes out of any client's mouth is how much does it cost? Um, again, we are nonprofit. We do this for the science and the education, so we do this for free for our clients. Um, so basically what we would do next is after we have a one-on-one -on -one talk with them on the phone, we'd go and meet up with them, uh, and we would actually have our waiver forms and stuff written out for them so then that way they understand that you know there is going to be a live filming come or people in your home doing filming um we do have this uh waiver form that states that if you would like your name you know not mentioned or if you don't want your home place mentioned we will not mention that we're 100 percent confidential yeah absolutely we're confidential on that um but the waiver does state that for example like um if anything should ever happen in their home we can't hold them responsible and if something should happen to them we you know they can't hold us responsible oh that's very so, I mean, yeah. so basically yeah like we actually have like these waiver forms and stuff but then what we do is when we have to sit down 
Um, as soon as the cameras start rolling, we actually have all the DVR cameras hooked up and stuff, all the ghost gear ready to go. Um, and then I just do my walk through. I read the walls through the house, and then, you know, I put myself in a trance and bring the spirits through that are haunting the home. And then after that, we do the investigation. It's probably about, like, about four or five-hour investigation. Yes. And then after we get our findings and stuff, then I'll sit the home owner down and have the um, final consolation with them to let them know what's exactly going on in their home and how to get rid of the spirits and stuff. And that at the end is where we reveal like the evidence because we do try to, we debunk, we try to, first thing we try to do is find any physical evidence that this is what's causing this because, you know, half of us are skeptics. I believe in ghosts, but I'm kind of like, I need scientific proof of it. So we use, you know, different types besides the camera for recording. We use EVPs. We use decay 2 meter. The spirit box is a big tool that we use to talk to them. Um, And what we do is that we reveal to them the evidence that we found. And most of the time, sometimes it's shadows. Sometimes it's like our last episode was to help me. That was a crazy, um, yeah, that that was crazy, because I mean, Kyle, did you watch her the, the last episode? I that did, we had I saw on? that, yeah, where I, and I heard the, the help me, and I just thought, uh, how often does that happen, that you guys have such a clear voice uh, t- it, it, talking to you? Believe it or not, that comes through as what we call um, video audio capture, where a spirit can physically come to the, the, the audio capture of the video, could say something like that. Like, I was to the point that when I heard that and when we thought back in the producing uh, studio and stuff like that, they kind of gave me the chills because I thought I heard something and I looked to the left and I'm like, did you hear that, guys? But then when we watched the footage back and everything and enhanced the audio, you clearly can hear this disembodied voice say, help me. And that rarely happens. It doesn't happen as much as people think it does. But you do, um, sometimes you will find evidence maybe after the fact when you um, you go over these these recordings. Yeah, yeah. What's the Absolutely. difference between, uh, like, EVP, I, I, I know if you take out just a recorder and you could record the room, is there a difference between that and being on video camera? Do they treat it differently or? Yes, they're different. Yeah, they're different because what happens is the video camera will sometimes pick up voices, disembodied voices that the EVP or we can't hear. And we don't hear that until they're doing the producing. So all the time, our producer, um, Rick, who does our uh, production, mm-hmm. he uh, picks up voices and he picks up sounds because that's a whole totally different equipment and that's a different microphone. Mm-hmm. Very cool. And uh, we're going to have um, a burn that's going to stick around. But, uh, Mike, uh, if you can give out the number or any information that you want to give, uh, we have one minute left, but uh, we'll, we'll keep burning it for the next hour. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, um, to all the viewers and the listeners out there, you can watch our episodes on Facebook.com slash Paranormal Travelers. You can also view our seasons. We have three seasons currently right now on YouTube.com slash Paranormal Travelers. Um, we're also on Google+. Plus. Uh, we also have other formats coming soon as well. Um, we also do have a spin-off series coming up pretty soon, so it's called The Paranormal Travelers Medium, coming in October, um, where that way I'll be in different clients' homes doing investigations by uh, reading the spirits of loved ones and stuff. So keep a lookout for that. Um, you can also find us on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, when you go on to our uh, Facebook page, you're going to want to click the Learn More button. And once you click the Learn More button, that will take you directly to our website, where it'll show you all of our episodes, biography about us, uh, things that we do, um, where our next ghost hunt dates are and stuff. 
Um, and last but not least, Kyle, I do want to mention that we are also an affiliate with the National Paranormal Society, which um, we receive cases from Northeast Pennsylvania all the time. So that's another thing that if you guys are interested in having us get booked through you guys, you can always put your cases on the National Paranormal Society, or you can get a hold of us at paranormaltravelers at gmail.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 